and this is these walls of thin i hope you guys are having a lovely thursday i'm not but we ain't gonna talk about it <laughs> no i am having a lovely thursday um it's just you know it's it gets dark early gets dark early and then like we're receiving like like parts of what I would say was the hurricane that's in Florida. Yeah, there's a hurricane going on in Florida. I don't know what hurricane name is. But there's a hurricane in Florida. And we're getting remnants of it. Here in Georgia so it's cold and rainy it's not doing that straight rain it's doing that slanted rain so it's not that bad it wasn't like Hurricane Irma that time you know there it decided to play with Georgia it had me shaken but it's you know it's remnants okay it's like you know little like you know so a little bit of effect from Erica is it Erica is it Hurricane Erica let me see I think the hurricane name is Hurricane Erica it's Nicole So we are getting remnants of it. So it's like a tropical depression right now with us. Okay. So this will be a good time to sit back and relax and uh, get you some hot chocolate. Put some blankets on. Watch you a nice movie. You know, that kind of stuff. That kind of day. Um, You know, it's a total different weather. From last weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, I haven't been really keeping track of what's been going on. Like I said, I've had personal situations with myself. Um, so I haven't really been paying attention to what's going on. Y'all already know that I feel some kind of way about how the election turned out. And I'm kind of low-key over it. But then they said that this has been the largest turnout of Generation Z in history. Girl! I see what I saw on Sean Davey's Instagram. talk about it i want to wait until i get more confirmation about that but i don't know sean david has not stirred me wrong in the, in the past i mean you know he was the first one i saw it but he was the first one that knew the details of what happened to kevin samuels so i mean well I, he was the first one i saw that had the details of kevin samuels 
So I haven't really been paying attention to what's been going on lately. Um, Black Panther's coming out this weekend, and I done found some lit hoops that are Black Panther inspired. I'm not gonna buy them yet. Just give me some time. Let me refresh this real quick. Now I would say new post. y'all posted okay maybe I want to talk about this y'all know we've been doing behind the curtains and I you know you guys subscribe to my um my podcast to get the behind the curtain series um if you support me on behind the curtains I appreciate that I always appreciate any support that people give me, just as long as it's positive support. Um, so we've been kind of doing behind the curtains, um, on my podcast about reality TV shows. further proves to me that these shows are scripted so i found on neighborhood talk safari admitted on twitter that his scene that, that them saying that uh lyrica was cheating on a1 with him was a lie this is what he had to say he said i just saw the um love and hip-hop special with hollywood and i just want to make it clear that me and lyrica have never came close to be messing around low-key me and a1 made the whole thing up we on TV, we had a job to do, and we did it. That's my brother and sister right there. It's TV, though. Duh. sit up there and ruin somebody's reputation just for a stupid ass storyline i have an issue with that um he said a him or a1 knew about that so apparently lyrica did not know about that so they were in on it i don't like it i don't care for that but i've been telling y'all like these 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 reality shows are not reality at all 
is Faye. So yeah, but what I was going to tell y'all, well, I'll tell y'all, I was like, I don't know if I want to announce that yet, but I just saw um, Sean David Wade posted that there's a possibility of R. Kelly possibly getting out of jail because one of the cases was overthrown. Allegedly. Now I'm saying allegedly because I saw that he posted it, but I'm not sure if anybody else has that information. And I am going to figure it out if it's true or not. So yeah, that's just to keep y'all posted. With that being said, today we're going to talk about the controversy surrounding the Miley Cyrus song, Won't Can't Stop. Can't Stop. We're going to talk about the um, controversy around the song. And then we're going to talk about how she had a lawsuit against her for taking parts of the song. Um, So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Let me see if I can find it somewhere else. I'm sitting over here looking at this. Okay, I'm, I already saw that. Find some more. I just did a live today. I did a live and then yes, I spent, I'm mad because I did spend 45 minutes talking about, you know, how far I came when it came to meeting um, Mr. Granberry. We're going back to call him Mr. Granberry. Not to be shady, but he is Mr. Granberry. Y'all know over here, you know, I was jokingly saying that we were beefing. We weren't really beefing. It was a very wopsided ass beef, but some people took it to heart. I did not know Corey Gamble was that young. He a Scorpio too? Girl. Um. But. I talked about that. Then I said today and I talked about. I talked about mainly Nikita Dragon. I told you I was going to drag the drag Nikita Dragon's ass. I dragged Nikita Dragon ass. And let me tell you this. If you feel like I'm transphobic, you can feel like that or you damn want to.
I dragged her. I dragged her because I feel like she was privileged and she thought she could get away with doing what the hell she wanted to in a clear state that clearly does not accept that lifestyle, okay? I think it's pretty dull. But I think it's just like for her to suffer consequences and then people sit up there and say, well, um, you know, I think this is wrong that y'all are putting her in prison, then y'all put her in a men's prison. Let me tell you something. You lose all your inalienable rights once you go to prison, okay? First and foremost, you're a non-white, transgender woman in Miami-Dade County. I don't know what the hell this bitch thought was going to happen. Okay, you over here walking around here naked. And to me, I feel like part of it was that you still have your male piece. Because I ain't ever heard about nobody complaining about a naked ass woman. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. And then on top of this, there's an update from TMZ saying that she was not placed in a men's unit. So that whole outcry of how dare y'all put her in a men's unit and blah, 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 blah. You know, she's a transgender woman. This is what I was in right here. So let me tell you what TMZ is going to say. Let me talk about this. I'm still going to drag her. I don't care. It says, it says she was locked up in men's jail after arrest. Jail denies her claim. So the jail denies that she was in a men's prison. Okay. A rep from Miami-Dade Correction tells TMZ Miami-Dade Correction and Rehabilitation Department, also known as MDCR, is committed to protecting the rights of transgender community and all of the LGBTQ people. MDCR has procedures in place for appropriate intake, housing, and medical needs of transgender inmates. We are committed to ensuring that all inmates in our custody, including transgender persons, are treated appropriately throughout our intake, classification, and placement process. Okay, so they're saying the key to dragon lying, and you know this bitch been lying forever. So I mean, it is what it is. But let me continue to read this article for you. Ma Dragon may never may never made it beyond the booking process prior to release. Mm. Therefore, she was never placed in a main unit. All inmates undergoing our intake first process remain in an open seating, open booking area in the presence of correctional staff. Additionally, M.A. Dragon was placed in a holding cell by herself due to her high-profile status before being released and she was escorted by an LGBTQ officer during her time at the correction facility. This is Nikita once again over-exaggerating what happened to her. You know, she's a YouTuber, so they always have a point to where they tell you a story and then how they almost died. And this is going to be one of those stories where she's going to go on YouTube. This is all to set up a whole story on her social media. So Miami Day is saying that that didn't happen. She was in a holding cell behind, uh, holding cell by herself because of her celebrity status. She wasn't even processed. I mean, the charges weren't even pressed. Anything like that. She probably just had to pay a fine. So, according to the police report, 
When Nikita finally entered her hotel room door, she allegedly swung an open do- open water bottle, causing water to hit and spill on both security and officers, resulting in her arrest. So she wasn't arrested for being around the pool wet naked. She was arrested for being violent toward the police officers. And this is why I said she's privileged. Not said I'm alive. She's privileged and she needs to be humbled. star um james charles i'm over these shitty ass people they've gotten on my nerves it's time for them to go away i'm tired of them okay they have set it there they rule youtube and they probably rule instagram no more no more doctor who no more you're privileged you got a chance and opportunity to be a better person and you chose to be trash that's what the truth is you have been trashed this whole time, and I will not have any sympathy about you being arrested for being an imbecile. I just won't. I'm over it. And it's, it's not because you're transgender. It's about the fact that you're a freaking privileged asshole. And you choose to stay a privileged asshole. And you choose to sit up there and abuse your... You threw water at the police. What the hell you thought was going to happen? course the shade room is posting it as well i don't see anything else i want to talk about Today we're gonna to talk about another privileged asshole. Oh my god, they, they talk about the Ustream days. Ustream days were the best. Oh, but that Ustream used to mess with my computer. So we're gonna talk about another privileged asshole, which is Miley Cyrus and her music being offensive and stolen. But before we do that, here's a word from our sponsor. I don't know, I might get in trouble for what I just did, honey girl. I'm saying it has nothing to do with her being transgender. It has solely to do with her and James Charles and Jeffree Star. They're freaking douchebags. 
they walk around here and, and they do offensive things. And my thing is, they have said racist things and misogynistic things as a whole. But I was supposed to sit up here and feel bad for you. And you sit up here and making up a story saying that you were putting the men's unit. And they're saying they didn't put you in no men's unit. You weren't even in there for a week. So, girl, this is a word for my sponsor. And I'm back. So just in case you guys don't know, I said the remainder of the year, I will be doing controversial songs by people. Um, I think it will be um, throughout the whole month. Um, now I'm doing the um thing. Ew, I hate it. Anyway, um, <laughs> today we're talking about, we're going to get into the real good songs, but I kind of want to talk about stuff that's more closer to, um, Jeez. Closer to uh, uh. <laughs> closer to you know maybe y'all remember, and then we gonna go to back in the days where they really lost their damn mind with some of the things I'm going. I mean, I got a song that this totally this queen uh Queen Elizabeth uh God rest her soul. I wish I kind of did that before she passed. I mean, now that I look at it. Kind of tacky that size to it. That's why I don't like talking about people because they can't defend themselves after they done passed. But today we're talking about Miley Cyrus, another privileged douchebag. Um, and my thing is, I don't really have an issue with Miley. It is what it is. I mean, I just know that she was black conveniently. You know, conveniently she chose to be black, and then. She stopped being black and wanted to go back to her country roots. You know, I liked her better when she was Hannah Montana. I loved Hannah Montana. I loved that show. That was one of my favorite shows on Disney. And the crazy part is, now that I look back at it, when I was a kid, um, Hannah Montana came out when I was like a teenager and adult. But... I was a Nickelodeon girl. I didn't get into Disney until I was grown. So today we're going to be talking about Miley Cyrus, controversial song. Sit back and relax. Get you some drinks and snacks. Preferably something warm. Um, Y'all pray for people in Florida going through Hurricane. I don't know why I thought it was Hurricane Erica. But it's Hurricane. Um, it's Hurricane Nicole. I don't know where that Hurricane Erica came from. But sit back and relax. Get you some drinks and snacks. We're going to talk about the controversial song, We Won't Stop, by Miley Cyrus. The article is coming from themusicalhype.com. Here it goes. I think this is a podcast. I'm not quite sure. Controversial tunes is a column that provides background information and insight into songs that raised eyebrows totally stirred the pot. The record that grades controversial tunes are old and new alike with all the genres of music welcome. On the 29th edition of the Controversial Tunes Weeks, okay, they explore the controversy behind the song We Can't Stop by Miley Cyrus. Okay. In, your, in, you, in case you forgot, once upon a time, Miley... Cyrus asserted that she can be tame. Interestingly, 
that came that came an album before bangers found the grammy nominated musician diving headfirst into hip-hop culture you know because that's what y'all conveniently do when y'all need a little extra padding you know like hey i want to do hip-hop music i want to do hip because i know black people will buy into stupidity you know a twerking hillbilly is everything and y'all ate it up y'all know y'all ate that up Sometimes her dive into the culture was triumphant, while at other times it was shameful and disgraceful. All of it was shameful and disgraceful to me. Anyway. Certainly it wasn't without loads of controversy. Sure, her nudity in the music video for Wrecking Ball deserve an honorable mention, but it's We Can't Stop that solidified the controversial journey of Cyrus. Truly, she embraced a carefree party, one where we can kiss who we want, as we all, as well as screw who we want. Yeah. Molly made that clear on the intro of the unapologetic urban pop banger. On the first verse, there's booze, sweaty bodies, and the expectation somebody here might get some now. Hint. Okay, that's a duh that it's sex. You gotta be a child to not get it. The first verse isn't the most controversial you ever hear, but the pre-chorus embrace one of hip-hop's most unfortunate happens, Molly rap. It finally dies out, but during this time, Molly was everything, and so Miley copped Molly. Cop Molly. It says, so Lottie Dottie, we like to party dancing with Molly. Girl, now she used one of them old hip hop songs to talk about Molly. They talk about Percocets too back then. I was like, why y'all, what is wrong with you? And then somebody was talking about something they in love with Coco. I thought they were talking about hot chocolate. Y'all know I'm not real versed in uh drugs, right? Wow, <sighs> oh, Jesus. I can't imagine how y'all doing now with this whole pandemic look thing going on the put door open and stuff and stuff all falling out presidents calling insurrections you know presidents getting vaccinated four or five times and still finding a way to get covid y'all got former football players who dumber than a box of rocks running for office let me continue of course Course on the chorus, we can't stop is the mantra. On the second verse, it's more of the same rebellious and apologetic partying. Molly referenced twerking, cocaine, and getting turned up. Girl, we know y'all do that in Hollywood. Truly, Cyrus doesn't lie when she asserts on the post chorus, it's my mouth, I can say what I want to. <laughs> okay. And of course, at the end of the podcast, I will give you the lyrics to the song. Um, girl, but I mean, she in love with the Coco too? Oh, Lord. Did I just erase my other thing that I had for the whole thing? Okay. So, of course, at the end of this podcast, we're going to talk about it. But there's another, let me find an article that I had. I found it. Okay, here it goes. 
I meant to get rid of that one. I forgot that. But we're going to talk about what also happened. She got in trouble for taking this, taking the song to somebody else. Somebody already wrote the song. And then she took the song from somebody else. You know? Which is not a shocker. It really isn't. These microwavable hoes ain't shit. Um... So this article comes from the Rolling Stone. It says Miley Cyrus reached a settlement in $300 million. This happened. This happened in 2020. What? I see y'all um swept that one under the rug. Okay, so it says Miley Cyrus reached a settlement in $300 million. We can't stop lawsuit. Jamaican songwriter sues the singer in 2018 for misappropriating parts of song he recorded 25 years ago prior. Is the Lottie Dottie we like the party? Miley Cyrus has reached a settlement in a $300 million copyright infringement lawsuit that accused the singer of stealing her 2013 hit, We Can't Stop. Cyrus Lawrence previously revealed a settlement agreement has been made in a December 12th letter that will be filed pending payment of settlement proceeds. Terms of the settlement were not revealed. Representatives for Miley, for Cyrus, and RCA Records did not, did not respond to Rolling Stone's request for comments. The lawsuit filed in 2018 was made by Jamaican songwriter Michael May, who allegedly that We Can't Stop replicated his 1988 track, Rerun Things. Let me find it so I can cue that up. Um, May, who performs under the moniker Flower Gun, claimed that Molly claimed that Cyrus in her label. I don't call her Cyrus because that's her dad name too. So okay, her label Sony Corp RCA Records stole materials such as the hook "We Run Things." Things no no run we. Would she perform as "We Run Things"? Things don't run we. Reports, Rector. When she sit up here with a Jamaican accent. Together, May, Cyrus, and Sony, along with production teams that include Mike Will Made It. Mike Will Made It. Files document in Manhattan Federal Court on Friday to dismiss the lawsuit with prejudice, which is a final judgment that stops the plaintiff from filing the lawsuit again. Oh, see. That's how they get you. Um, Cyrus Party and Anthem We Can't Stop was released in RC released by RCA in June 2013 as the lead single on her fourth studio album Bangers in August 2013. The song peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 as Rector notes We Can't Stop was blocked from number one by now similar similar now similar similarly litigation litig litigious blurred lines. You know, they got sued for that too by the gay, uh, Marvin Gaye's family. Mm-hmm. Some people ain't gonna sit up here and let you appropriate. Ain't gonna let you sit up there and take the image, their songs. Ain't gonna let you do that. Because that's theirs, okay? So, let's look at the lyrics to the song, shall we? Can we look at the lyrics? The funny part about this is, like, to me, it's like, she should have known she was doing something weird. I don't know. It's just weird. People don't. People are not original no more. It's like I don't understand who thought it was cute to take Aaliyah's one in a million beat and give it to Normina. And maybe Normina, I'm gonna be straight up honest with you when it comes to Normina. You don't have a career because you took Aaliyah's one in a million beat. 
okay? Don't ever mess with, especially the deceased beats. Don't mess with deceased legends beats. One in a million is the biggest, one of the biggest hits by Aaliyah. All y'all said they're doing that. Tory Lanez over here doing Take You Down, but he got, he, what he got, what he got, at least he got, you know, he got an okay by Chris Brown. But it's like, dang, y'all used to go all the way back in the day to remake stuff, you know? I mean, you know, nobody bothered to remake anything by Lucille Bogan. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about her until the end of the month, honey. <laughs> But here are the lyrics to We Can't Stop. It's our party. We can do what we want. It's our party. We can say what we want. It's our party. We can love who we want. We can kiss who we want. We can screw who we want. It's our party. We can do what we want. It's our party. Okay, we got it. We got it. Red cups and sweaty bodies everywhere. Hands in the air like we don't care because we came to have so much fun now. But somebody here might get some now. Can I can get a hell no? Hell no! It says, if you're not ready to go home, can I get a hell no? Hell no! Hell no. Because <laughs> we go to all night. Because we going to go all night till we see the sunlight, all right? So, Lottie Dottie, we like to party. Dancing with Molly, doing whatever we want. This is our house. This is our rules. And, of course, y'all know the chorus. We can't stop. We won't stop. Uh, it says, it's okay, should you repeat that part? To my homegirls with the big butts. Girl, get the... F Let me continue this podcast. Shaking it like we at a strip club. But girl, remember only God can judge us. Forget the haters because somebody loves you. And everyone in line in the bathroom hate that. Trying to get a line in the bathroom. We also turned up here, getting turned up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's a repeat everything what it is said. Um, and the remainder is that. I'm not waiting in the bathroom at no party because I don't trust y'all. I felt some kind of way using the bathroom in Revel when I went to the club. I mean, I ain't got no itches and itchy and redness going on or nothing like that. But I just don't like using the bathroom in the club. I'm just saying, you know, there's no disrespect to the people who are in the club and people who go to the club. And weekend, only reason why I went to the bathroom is because, you know, it was, you know, nature was calling. What I'm going to do, go in the back of the club and use the bathroom in the parking lot? <sighs> With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast about Miley Cyrus uh, culture appropriating. This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls of Thin. What you do in the dark will come to light. She knows she only famous for that. You know that. Tomorrow, I mean, next week, Monday, we'll be talking about blurred lines in the model that said that she was violated on the set. Uh, we're going to be talking about God Save the Queen with the Sex Pistols, girl. We're going to be talking about the Dixie Chicks and Goodbye Earl and what happened to the Dixie Chicks. Honey, I love Goodbye Earl. And we're going to end the week off with Fuck the Police by NWA.
With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so outie. Outie 3000. Well, I'm outie. Y'all have a lovely weekend. Have fun. I had fun. Okay. But it's time for me to pipe down and do these projects. And I just realized that those projects are all due next week. I'm outie.